if Jackson State could somehow retain Travis Hunter, I'd be okay losing Deion Sanders. And also, what is the best coaching vacancy in the HBCU ranks? Oh yeah, it's Locked on HBCU. Play my music. You are Locked on HBCU, your daily podcast covering HBCU sports. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, family? Welcome back to another episode of the Locked On HBCU podcast, your number one. Daily one-stop shop for everything HBCU athletics, Monday through Friday, part of the Locked On podcast network, your team every day. And now, of course, I'm Darian Gray, a.k.a. the Mouth of the South, Texas Southern alum and former TSU Herald Sports editor. Thank you for going on this journey with me, making Locked On HBCU your first listen of the day every day. And remember, just because the mic cuts off, it doesn't mean that the journey's over. It just means it's time to follow me on Twitter at South Exclusives. And today's episode is brought to you by Sling TV. Sling has something for everyone, especially when it comes to college football coverage. You know, we're dwindling down. So you want to make sure that you can get all the games, all of the bowl games, all of the playoff games and everything in between. Sling TV is the lineup that you love at the price you'll love even more. Try it today. Now, Travis Hunter is more important than Deion Sanders. I understand who the bigger star is. I understand who has accomplished more, not only in their professional career as a football player, but in their current career, coach versus collegiate player. I understand that Deion Sanders is more accredited than Travis Hunter. But when it comes to Jackson State and really all HBCUs, but let's keep this specific to Jackson State, Travis Hunter is the significantly more important entity. You know, so... Why am I talking about this? Because I was supposed to come on and talk about some of the moments from the press conference, and I decided to shift that over to tomorrow's episode. But the reason that we're discussing this is because I've heard a couple of people kicking around the idea of Travis Hunter staying. And with that being the case, I said, you know what? Let's entertain this thought. Let's discuss it because I think that Travis Hunter's staying, his, his remaining in Jackson State would eliminate much if not all of the sadness that came with Deion Sanders' departure. I understand that the emotions that you have heard most are anger, disappointment, uh, betrayal, right? Felt like they were duped. I understand those are the emotions that you feel, but there are some who are very sad that he left because there was a level of success and a level of marketing and attention that came with him. So there are some that are kind of bothered by it. And also, I'll, I'll leave it at that. I'll keep it at that. If Travis Hunter stays, I think a lot of that is kept away. Because Deion Sanders is going to Colorado. I'm not trying to find a way to make things better. This is just a topic I've seen on social media, and I thought I'd talk about it. Deion Sanders is going to Colorado. I'm not here to down him or anything like that. I'm at the point where it is what it is. That's my point of view on it. Deion Sanders is gone. Ain't no need to cry about it. Ain't no need to really talk about what could have been and all of that. It is what it is. And most people who are on whatever side are going to stay on their side, and they're not really talking to each other. They're just butting head. They're just talking to each other. You know what I'm saying? They're not talking, or excuse me, they're talking at each other, not talking to each other. No one's really talking for comprehension, so I'm just done talking about it, period. When I look at Deion Sanders' departure, though, I think one of the things that can be remedied with Travis Hunter staying is all of the things that Prime said, all of the rhetoric, all of the, the, the context when I said why people are upset. Now, those things seem to have permeated and they seem to run true. 
right? So that's that's the difference. It's because if Deion Sanders is, you can make it. It was never about Deion Sanders himself. It was never about having a superstar head coach. It was never about that. What it was about was the players. It was about recruiting. It was about telling people that you can make it from an HBCU. And if Travis Hunter, a player who we all know could have went power five, could have went to any school he wanted to and decided to come to Jackson State. This never even happened on an FCS level. He stays at Jackson State. All of that negativity around Deion Sanders going, I need it back tenfold of positivity for Travis Hunter staying. Now, I say this to say what it could be. This isn't me trying to sell you a dream. This isn't me trying to tell you it's going to happen. I thought it was a foregone conclusion. I truly did. I thought it was a foregone conclusion that Travis Hunter was going to follow Deion Sanders to Colorado. And I still believe that it's going to happen. And this just comes from things that both of them have said. Even if Travis Hunter's live stream ain't really nowhere to be found, you know, or he deleted it, something like that. Who knows? I, I, I'm i young, but for some reason, these social media games, the, the the messaging that people send through their social media posts, I just haven't been able to really grasp. Who knows if deleting that live stream is a way of saying, I don't know if I really believe that all the way. You know, uh, Deion Sanders says, I think he said he's coming with them. It's, it's situations where my gut still says he's going to go. However, everything that Deion Sanders sold him, what if he really bought in? And what if he bought in beyond the person who was selling? That's what you need to hope if you want Travis Hunter to stay. I'm not here to tell you that he's going to stay. I'm not here to tell you that my gut tells me he's going to stay. My gut is skeptical at best. But I'll say this. If Deion Sanders, which we know happened, Deion Sanders sold him on the dream of creating something larger at an HBCU. And if that is what got him to spur his idol's alma mater, maybe it gets him to spur his, his idol. It's difficult. It's difficult. Because... You're asking somebody who really probably came to Jackson State, yes, to make a change, but probably to be with his idol. You're asking him to allow his idol to walk away from him when he has the opportunity to walk with him. And that's a difficult request. I'm not putting any pressure on Travis Hunter. Whatever he decides is what he decides. It is what it is. But if he stays, that would be way more monumental and way more impactful than Deion Sanders' departure. I don't care about all that attention. The point was you can make it from an HBCU. Deion Sanders leaving sours that a little bit. Travis Hunter staying amplifies that a lot. And that's why the impact is greater. So going forward, we're going to be talking about not only we're wrapping this up, but we're going to be talking about now the CIAA because they have added Bluefield State and they have gotten rid of Chowan and they're bringing in a full timer and, and dishing out a part time. Before I get into that, however, I want to tell you about Omaha Steaks. You see the graphic at the bottom. If you use the promo code locked on, you're going to get $30. Or excuse me, they've actually changed this. They've actually changed this. It's no longer $30 off. You can now get an additional $40. That's right, $40. $40 off your purchase, and everything's already 50% off. That's the beautiful thing. Everything's already at a discounted price, but because you listen to Locked On HBCU, because you're part of this Locked On family, you're going to get an extra $40 off your purchase. And this is great. You have five generations of family-owned expertise. That means uncompromising quality. You do not get this elsewhere, right? What is your favorite memory, including Omaha Steaks? If you don't have one, if you don't have an answer to that statement, well, you need to go ahead and buy right now. You need to go ahead right now and go to omahasteaks.com. That's where you need to go and use the promo code Locked On and forget this 30. We're going to give you 40% off. Now, how you love that?
Now, as we continue rolling on today's episode of Locked on HBCU, I appreciate you for making us your first listen of the day every day. And for your second listen of the day, make sure you're checking out Locked on Sports Today with Peter Bukowski, bringing on all of the local experts to break down the national news. That's what you need. Local experts to break down the national news because they are going to give you insight that those national guys just cannot give you. All right. So today's word of the day is compadre with me, which means a person's close friend or buddy. And we're going to talk about that probably towards the end of the segment. We're probably going to use that, if not in this segment, in the third one for sure. Um, but the CIAA has added a new member, but they have also dropped an old member. Bluefield State is now a member of the CIAA and Chowan is no longer a member. And I think this is a good trade. I think that the CIAA works out with this trade. I'm going to tell you why I personally like it and why I think that objectively it is the right call. It is a good move for them. And the, the most obvious one is that Chowan was not a full time member. They were here for football and I believe women's tennis. OK, you're here for the major sport, but you're not even here for basketball. Bluefield State is here for football. Bluefield is here for basketball, here for track and field. They're here for everything. And it kind of expands the geographic reach as well because you don't have anybody in West Virginia right now. You have somebody in Virginia, but you don't have anybody in West Virginia. That's not the case anymore. And Bluefield State will be joining the conference starting in 2023. So basically next football season and therefore thereon, we are going to be seeing Bluefield State facing CIAA opponents, not only just as a every occasional thing, but then also as a conference opponent and for a while they were independent they did play CIA teams but they weren't a part of the conference and that's the complete difference and let me tell you why I think this is a good deal for Bluefield State because number one you listen to the AD this is an exact quote from the athletic director what the CIAA does to our university and our athletic department it puts us amongst family he's talking about comfort from a mentality level and that's there. Like the idea, I've always descri uh, described this as like a family relationship, right? Because I, I think I was on Locked On Cougars, right? That's UH talking about TSU versus UH. And I talked about just covering all of these schools. And I said, man, it's like a familiar relationship where HBCUs is the family, but every single school is like a different household. And you see it in times like we've been in where people are just defending HBCUs. It's not really war. You know, and that's one thing I do love. I think that's one thing that's different as opposed to other conferences. Other conferences have allegiance during like bowl season and things like that, but not really. You know, I think that HBCU conferences have a lot of allegiance to each other throughout the, if they're not playing that week, they have a lot of uh, allegiance to each other. And that's one thing that I truly do love and I think is unique. But when we talk about being unique, that's one of the reasons I'm glad that Chowan is gone, man. Because to me, I like the CIAA as an HBCU exclusive conference, you know. And I got some flack when I said that last year or earlier this year, maybe. I don't know. I got some flack for saying that. But let me explain to it maybe a little bit better. Maybe I just didn't elaborate enough. Maybe I didn't articulate my thoughts well enough. But for me, the CIAA, the MEAC, the SWAC, the SEAC, all of these conferences are special because it's a, it's a reminder, it's a, a legacy of we couldn't have our own. They didn't want to let us in and things of that nature. So I like the fact that it's HBCU exclusive because it stays true to the roots. It's not about excluding PWIs and anything. That's just a collateral damage of it. I just love the fact that at the end of the day, 
The CIAA was created as a home when nobody else really wanted to give you a home. They weren't trying to trying to uh they weren't trying I don't want to get into a history lesson or anything like that, but they weren't trying to include HBCUs. So HBCUs created their own home. Not like I'm out here, don't play any PWIs. The whole schedule should be HBCUs. Don't even look at a PWI. I'm, I'm not on that. I'm just saying I like it to be exclusive because I feel like it sticks to the roots. It sticks to the history. It's a reminder of why these things exist. And then the not so important but still real reason to me is that I didn't like that Chowin could be in the HBCU Legacy Bowl. I don't like that gray area that comes with Chowin being in an HBCU conference. The idea that their history is not HBCU history, yet they're involved in some HBCU history. I don't like it. Like, I, I just, I didn't like it. I didn't like that they were in the Legacy Bowl because that was supposed to be for HBCU athletes. And even though they were in a conference that is majorly HBCU, they aren't one. I, that, that, that middle ground of having to explain and, and figure out if they should or shouldn't count, I'm glad we don't have to deal with that, you know? Um, I did reference how Chowan was not a full-time member and only played a couple of sports, but Bluefield State will be. And it's funny because they just added 12 sports in 2020. They just added football after taking a 40-year break. You're going to get all of these things. You're going to have a real fresh program. This is a lot of these schools, or excuse me, a lot of these programs at this school are relatively fresh. Indoor, outdoor track and field, men's and women's, right? Wrestling. These things are different. You know, so I really do love that. I don't know if they have. I think Morgan State might be the only school in the MEAC that actually does have wrestling. But to me, A, you're getting back to tradition. B, you're just going to infuse some new blood, some new history. Like, you're going to infuse some new rivalries, right? So that's one of the things. And hopefully my people don't get mad at me for saying what I said about Chow. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But I know some people don't. Some people do take a problem with people taking a problem about Chow. And that's that's... I don't know. Um, but for me, I'm happy for Bluefield State. I think it matters who's in your conference, and I think they are a perfect fit. You talk about among family, and that's what you get with CIAA and Bluefield State partnering up. And going forward, we're going to talk about a couple of schools who they don't have a coach right now or they have an interim head coach. But basically, there is a full-time vacancy at these schools. We're going to talk about just which school has the best opening. And I think I have an answer that might surprise you. Before I get into that, however, today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar, the best protein bar on the market, bar none. And I love them because they're so versatile. They have so many different styles and so many different flavors. There's just so many combinations you can make. And when you listen to these flavors, you're going to start licking your chops. But you're going to be thinking to yourself, is this really a protein bar? You trying to tell me that cookie dough is going to be good for me? You trying to tell me that cookies and cream is going to be good for me? You trying to tell me that s'mores are going to be good for me? You trying to tell me that a protein bar or a bar period covered in chocolate is going to be good for me? All of those flavors, all of those styles, they are present in Built Bar. And yes, they are good for you. They are indeed good for you. You're looking at 14 grams of sugar, low in sugar, uh, I mean, 14 grams of protein, low in sugar, low in carbs. You're looking at multiple kinds, the original Built Bar, the Built Puff that's marshmallow infused. Yes, we got chocolate and marshmallow in one bar and still extremely healthy for you. How they do it, I don't know, but I'm not a scientist or somebody who creates different types of foods. I'm just somebody who eats it and I know that it's delicious. And then also you have the Built Granola Bar. So many different kinds, so many different flavors. If you can't decide on what you want, just get you a little variety pack when you go to built.com and use the promo code locked 15 for 15% off your offer.
That's wrapping up today's episode of Locked on HBCU. Shout out to all my segment three compadres, all of my good friends who made it to the bottom of the episode because this is one of the more fun topics that we're going to do this week. And we're going to look at all of the coaching vacancies on the HBCU ranks that goes OVC, right? OVC Big South, it ain't none in there. But we're going to go with the four HBCU conferences on the D2 and FCS ranks. We ain't discriminating. And if Eddie George does happen to come, you know, out of Tennessee State, we're going to add him to the list too. We don't care. Right? We're here for everybody. But let's read them off. And I want to know, if you were a coach, which of these schools are you looking to go to? Albany State, Bethune-Cookman, Bowie State, Delaware State, Jackson State, Mississippi Valley State, Morehouse, or University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff. Those are the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight M's in my bank account. Those are the eight vacancies that are on the coaching ranks right now, right? Where are you going? Maybe your alma mater's on this list. Maybe you like, you know, I'm out to the South. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Morehouse because I graduated from Morehouse. Or I'm gonna go to the University of Arkansas and Pine, Arkansas Pine Bluff because I grew up in Arkansas for the first seven years of my life. I don't know what your reasoning is. Let me know where you would go and why you would go. I'm gonna tell you why I would go where I'm gonna go, but let me tell you which are the best jobs. Objectively speaking, these are the three best jobs to me Albany State, Bowie State, and Jackson State. One of those three is the school that I'm gonna go to, and I think it might surprise you on who I'd pick. But let me tell you some interesting trends about it and why those three being the ones aren't that shocking. First off, two of the three have potentially in-house answers to the question. Potentially in-house questions to the answer. Um, For me, T.C. Taylor has been linked to the Jackson State job. Um, I lied. I'm not going to do the Celebration Bowl press conference tomorrow. We're going to do the coaching search for Jackson State tomorrow. That's what we're going to do. I hope that some more information comes out. And I hear some more rumblings about things that are going on. And then we're going to talk about T.C. Taylor. I didn't want to rush out and do it. I wanted to see what else was bubbling up. I wanted to hear some more things. I'm hearing enough reliable sources to where I think it's true. However, I do want to see what his ideas are. I'm sure those sources will start uh, or sources will start speaking on that as well. But you look at T.C. Taylor at Jackson State. Kyle Jackson is the interim coach at Bowie. I still don't know what they're going to do. They haven't put out their verdict on what they're going to do with him. But because they haven't said whether he's going to be the full time or they're just going to move on to somebody else, because they haven't done that, Bowie State is still on this list. So the idea that you have an in-house candidate is present for two of the three. Then you look at Albany State. Now, where Albany, Bowie, and Jackson all have in common is all of their coaches left. They didn't get dismissed. They didn't get fired. They elevated. They chose to move on. And you think it's a coincidence that the teams who coaches decided to move on are the three best vacancy? You think it's a, a coincidence that Coach G decided to go from Albany State to Charleston Southern? Uh, Coach Wilson decided to go from Bowie State to Morgan State. Coach Sanders decided to go from Jackson State to Colorado. You think it's a coincidence that because your coach decided to leave, he wasn't fired and your program is ready to be taken to another level, I don't think it's a coincidence that these are the three best vacancies in HBCUs and that all of their coaches decided to elevate. It just makes sense. You're leaving it in a good place, right? Even Bowie State, who he's been gone for a year. But that's still the truth, in my opinion. That's the still that's still the way that I view it. Um, so which one I, would I go to? Out of all of the vacancies 
in HBC ranks, FCS, HBCUs, and D2 HBCUs. I'm choosing Bowie State. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I know the easy decision would be, okay, well, let's go ahead and take Jackson State. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really want to walk in prime shadow. I really don't want to try to figure out how to operate that ship the same way he did. I don't want to. I don't, I don't want that. Right. I think it's a good job. And I don't know how many players are going to leave in the transfer portal. The idea that I'm going to have both of those things and expect it to run the ship the same way that prime. Did, I'm not prime. I'm a different man. I don't want the expectations of having to well, prime did it like I don't care. This is how I'm going to do it. Right. I don't want that. You look at Albany State. I don't really want to face Benedict College if I had the choice. Yes, I'm going to have to face Virginia Union. However. You got to pick your evil here, man. And, and Coach Barry, unless he leaves, and I've heard him connected to the UAPB job, unless he leaves, that's a lot of young talent. I don't want to run it back with the team that just went 11-0, all right? Um, and, and already looking at Bowie State has a foothold in PG. It's in PG County, right? I ain't tweaking. Um, it's in PG County. You already have a, a foothold right there. You already know that a lot of people are going to flock to Bowie State. I don't think recruiting is going to be difficult at all. So... Of all these vacancies, right? Albany, Bethune, Bowie State, Delaware State, Jackson State, Mississippi Valley, Morehouse, UAPB. Out of all of these jobs, I'm taking Bowie State. It ain't about the, the role less traveled. It's about I don't want to have to deal with some of the things I'm going to have to deal with at other schools. And I think I already have a foothold in recruiting. All I have to do is prove myself real quickly, and I'm going to have Bowie State right back on top of the CIAA. That's my thought process. So let me know of all of these schools. I don't care what your reason is, whether that's your alma mater, you grew up around there. You just like the players. You think they have a good quarterback. You think they have something to work with. Whatever you think the case is going to be, what school would you pick? You got Albany State, Bethune-Cookman, Bowie State, Delaware State, Jackson State, Mississippi Valley State, Morehouse, and UAPB. Out of all of those jobs, which one would you pick? And we're going to take one of those eight. We're going to talk about number one or number two, in my opinion, Jackson State. We're going to be talking about Jackson State because it seems like they're ready to name their head coach. They're just going to do it right after the Celebration Bowl. So I'm going to move this topic on up and we're going to talk about the coaching search of Jackson State and if T.C. Taylor is really the right decision and if this is the road that they should go. You got to wait till tomorrow to hear what I think about that. But I appreciate you for making us your first listen of the day today. Be ready for it tomorrow because I'm excited for this, man. I had to move this uh, this topic up for real because I'm excited, especially with the more information that we got. For your second listen of the day, make sure you're checking out Locked On Sports Today with Peter Bukowski, breaking down all of the best and biggest stories with all of the best and most important local figures that are going to cover these stories. In the meantime, in between time, if you're looking for me, you can find me on Twitter at South Exclusives. Until the next time that we hear each other, family, take care, stay blessed. Peace.